0: Uh, so guys, welcome back to another episode of the Ike MMA show, or you can call it the Ike MMA podcast, whichever you prefer. I'm joined in the studio here today, um, uh, with Joe Turner, um who I was about to say, Mixed much you're, you're not an MMA fighter, you're a Muay Thai kickboxing fighter. Muay Thai yeah. based,
1: yes,
0: mate. Uh, <laughs> how, look, um, how you, how you feeling? How you doing?
1: I'm all good, mate. Yeah, I'm training hard, um, in full swing for a fight at the O2 coming up in four weeks Saturday. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Awesome. And your next fight, which is going to be against, is his name Anton Austin?
1: That's correct. Yeah.
0: Um, I saw the uh, promotional poster for that 9th of July. So it's still over a month, but still, I mean, um, uh, when it comes to, uh, to sports especially well what, what i can see in combat sports you don't let anything go you don't let anything slip um have you started your fight camp already your preparations already
1: yeah um to be honest um i i, I love being in the gym as it is so i'm kind mm. of training all the time um we like especially in muay thai i feel like a lot of people take fights on short notice because we're always training and things like that um i've yeah. done that quite a few yeah. times before i've taken short notice fights but um yeah, I'm, I'm training full swing now, um, cutting weight, getting down to the weight class, things like that. And, uh, yeah, four weeks to go, um, I feel like when I'm going to be a week out, I'm going to be ready to go, fit, fit, strong, hitting hard, feel, feel great.
0: I've seen how you perform in the, in the ring. Uh, you sent me a reel the other day and I, I commented on that spinning elbow. It, it looks really, really lethal, really dangerous. I mean, it looks like for a split second like nothing's happening, but you see the other guy get dropped and it's like, you would hate to be in the receiving end of that, that spinning elbow. Um, but I've seen you fight. Um, but what do you make of your opponent? As in, what's he like? As in, do you, I, I and I, let me just say, I also listened to the interview you had with, um, uh, Notorious Fight Gear. Yeah, shout out to Notorious. Um, you said that when you don't know anything about your opponent, you actually like that. You prefer that. that you prefer your challenge to be like, that. I mean, are you sure? Why is that?
1: Um I feel like when you get to a certain level in, in like fighting and things like that, you should be able to adapt in the ring, if you get what I mean. So it shouldn't matter, uh, like, you can ask any fighter that's had a few fights, you can have all the game plans in the world, when you yeah. get in that ring, you get punched in the face, it all goes, it all goes, goes out the window, completely. So I feel like you, you should be able to adapt. If, if, and nine times out of ten, whenever I have prepared for fights before, my opponent doesn't actually fight how I've actually prepared. So it kind of... I feel like most of your camp should just be getting yourself strong, getting yourself fit, learning new little tricks, skills, things like that, and uh, yeah, going from there.
0: And um, just as in, when it comes to preparing for the fight, as in just, okay, on, a, on any typical fight, this fight, maybe your past fights and potentially even future fights, they'll cause as you evolve and as you grow, as you're, um, getting more experience in the, in the sport, as in, how do you normally prepare for the fights and what's your fighting, come, like your training, your nutrition and okay. fighting, what's it like?
1: Yeah. So over the years, over the years, my trainings, um, it's really changed to be honest. Um, I used to be very, very traditional kind of Thai style. The further you run, the fit you're going to get. That's, that was the mentality. Whereas now I kind of I incorporate in terms of my fitness training. Um, I try and swim at least once a week. I um I've incorporated hills into my running now. So what I do is I won't do as long of a run,
0: okay. but
1: um, in our local area, we've got a hill that's literally like that. It's um really, really steep. And uh, ah. it probably it probably is about three quarters of a kilometre long. So I do a seven kilometer run and then do that hill, which is less, less impact on my joints. It's a lot harder to do. In my opinion, I'm making up for the, the distance and doing less damage to the joints. If you get what I mean.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. We, we, we take the mick out of it as shrink it. We always say, if you can run up the hill, you're fit enough to fight kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I've been doing, I've been doing that three, four times a week minimum um swimming once a week i'm hitting pads almost every single day i'm clinching almost every single day i'm sparring heavy sparring probably twice um sometimes maybe but actually i'd say twice a week max um i'm sparring three four times but the other two sparring sessions are light tippy-tappy just working on reflexes um, and yeah really i'm i'm just i'm doing what i always do um in terms of my opponent i know i said i don't usually train for my opponent's but like you said I'm mm. training for his awkward erratic style I know when he gets in trouble he throws them horrible spinning elbows and um yeah we we've covered it we we're, we're covering mm. it and um we're preparing for the spinning elbows but to be honest I feel like I feel like I will outclass him in terms of technique um mm. I feel like yeah. I'm a, I'm a far better technical fighter and I know I am already so I don't need to worry about that um I just need to not get caught. That's the only thing I'm worried about. And to be honest, even if I do get caught, I don't think it's going to faze me. I, I feel like in terms of his power, I've seen him fight before. I feel like I'm going to outstrength him, out-technique him. I feel, I feel like I will be the better man on the day by far. N-
0: nothing nothing. Of what you've seen, how he fights, or even how he's upped his fighting game by a notch or whatever, nothing that you've seen in, in his, of the weapons he has in, in his arsenal phases you to go back to the drawing board and say, No, I need to change this, he's changed that I've got to improve pr- no. this. Good. No, not
1: to no. be no. The the only things I'm I'm worried about are the things that I don't see, if you get what I mean, because he's very good at doing that. Mm-hmm. He's very good at throwing that really quick spinning elbow. He's very good at throwing the, the big the big elbows and I think he's quite he's got very good boxing as well. They're very but his gym in general, they're very erratic fighters, they're very unorthodox, they're not um they've got no rhythm about them. So usually mm-hmm. someone's a little more readable. Um, oh, however, God. like Anton, he's very difficult to read. So what I need what I'm focusing on is just making sure when I get in that ring, I'm switched on, I'm sharp, no mistakes will be made. And in my opinion, as long as I don't make any mistake, I will I will beat him convincingly and I will I will
0: yes, good, good that walk um the walkouts no what let's say the walk in from the let's say the backstage to the ring or the cage um what's that like i mean <laughs> nothing as in nothing um because how do how do I put this in words there's nothing that um uh, Face, nothing, nothing makes you afraid or just even gives you second thoughts just there and then at the last minute before you let me say walk into the lion's den
1: yeah you can you can ask my coach and I, I'm generally not lying mm. I am an absolute I'm not I'm not sure if I'm allowed to swear on you or not you can swear I at an anything absolute, you like <laughs> I, I am I'm an absolute bitch Honestly, I'm a little girl when it comes to fighting. In in terms of getting ready and stuff like that, honestly, when I fight, I panic. I get so scared. I get so nervous. And then as soon as I get in that ring, I switch. I I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's an adrenaline rush. I don't know whether it's, right, like, I've got to switch on now. There's no choice. Um, I I, I don't – it's a – to be honest with you, and I will openly say it to anyone – It's a mask, if you get what I mean. Inside, inside I'm screaming, I'm petrified. Outside I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Like it's a very, um, it's like a don't show fear kind of situation.
0: Yeah, yeah, I understand. And I I feel like
1: everyone deals with it differently, but I think of it as I teach all the kids at the gym. Mm -hmm. I, I, I teach a lot of kids. I, I train a lot of adults and I feel like a lot of people. In a way, some, some of them kids look up to me. Yeah. And if I show fear, it doesn't look good. Yeah. And I feel course. like I i need, to, I need to set an example for the kids that look up to me, if you get what I mean.
0: No, absolutely. And absolutely.
1: To, to be fair, you're, you're walking into a ring against someone that's going to try and hurt you. The last thing you want to do is show that you're scared of them, if you get what I mean. Oh,
0: definitely. I fully understand I mean, if you do show any sign of fear, even... In the slightest, bit you know that if that mask slips, you're kind of giving the game away to the, your opponent, and you don't want that at all. Um, it's the first time of me interviewing you, or of me, or even you know, corresponding with you at all. Um, yeah. And I've ha- kind of you kind of answered this question on other podcasts, but I've not asked you myself. Um, yeah. What got you into combat sports, I and mean, what uh, where did the um the, that fire come from?
1: Um. So to me, that's that's two questions there. Because what got me into combat sports was I was getting bullied when I was about 11. Um, There was three kids at the school I was at. And I I just, to be honest with you, I didn't know how to deal with it at all. I really didn't know. And I couldn't do anything. And my parents were like, regardless of whether you're going to fight back or not, we want you to learn how to deal with these situations. So they Mm -hmm. sent me, I believe it was my cousin um, that was training at Shin Kick at the time. So I went there um, with a friend of mine. My friend went with me to encourage me to carry on going. And I went every Saturday. Um, and then eventually I went every Thursday and Saturday. And then eventually I dropped football, uh, started going even more, even more. And um, I got persuaded one day to do an interclub. And um, we- I'm not sure what the MMA guys call it, but an interclub basically, it's, just, it's a sparring match where... Um, there's no winners or losers but you've got a ref and a corner team so it gets you used to the kind of um, fight atmosphere without killing each other or winning or anything like that I got absolutely battered by these kids, and um, I always remember thinking I'm never going to do it again I don't want to do it again and um, my friends managed to train me to do one more and I did really well and I always remember going to school the next day and everyone was praising me and that then answers your next question that's what gave me the fire i i love the respect i was given for mm. doing what others were scared to do
0: yeah if
1: you understand what i mean and i feel like uh, i sit there sometimes and think if i never fought, would i be where i am today it wouldn't shape me as the person i am now it wouldn't have the i wouldn't have the reputation to teach the kids i teach if you get what I mean, I wouldn't be teaching the classes at shin kick. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be where I am at all if I was never fighting. And plus, like, I don't care what anyone says that having your hand raised in a venue like the O2 or anything like that, that is surreal. Absolutely surreal. Absolutely. Unreal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All the hard work and preparations and uh, the confidence to have the balls actually go in there because, at the same time, the whole situation could have gone the other way, but still, you know, you showed up, you put the work in and you still put yourself out there and you still, um, you fought. Um, so let me kind of like move it to, um, there's something else you mentioned about the running up a hill thing. You said yep. that running up the hill is actually better for your heels than it, than just running on a like joints. A, so yeah. Yeah, for your joints, um, yeah. Way I look at it,
1: right, is obviously it's a more intense exercise but it's obviously a shorter duration so you're not whereas like when i used to do a 10k run that's another three kilometers if you get what i mean yeah whereas this hill makes the run seven kilometers if you get what i mean so i've done what in my opinion is the same intense exercise but three kilometers less if you understand what i mean
0: yeah
1: and um and in my opinion it, it trains me for a fight and it's 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 so mentally damaged like not damaging, mentally toughening. If you get what right. I don't know if that's a word, but if you get what I mean, when you've already done six kilometers of a run, your legs yeah. are hurting, and you've yeah, got to run up a hill that's almost a kilometer long, then run back to the gym, mm-hmm. and it's it's just right. You can ask any of us when you get to that top of the hill, your legs are burning, your you've got sweat dropping from your head, like you're so tired, but you've got you've got to the top of the hill. That in yeah. to me that feels like a fight, you know, when you're, you're yeah, struggling, yeah. you've got to, you've got to bite down on your gum shield, get on with it, get up to the top of the hill. If you get what I mean.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I think it teaches your body a better endurance. Hundred so. Yeah, it improves your, improves your cardio.
1: It's the it's the explosiveness for me. I, I mm. just I love the like bite down, get on with it, push down on your legs, get up that hill, get on with it, and uh, I feel like. A lot more fighters are moving towards the, the heels and the sprints and the strength and conditioning side of things because the, the, the tyre way of training is, it's outdated now. Um, the 13k runs and just training for three hours and then three yeah. hours again in the afternoon. It's outdated. It's, yeah. it's, it's outdated and it's been proven to be outdated by science now as well as tyres getting outclassed in terms of strength. Um, yeah.
0: They say train smarter, not necessarily harder.
1: Exactly. Obviously, um, I'm a very big believer in you shouldn't fully go towards the train smarter. Sometimes you should have the train harder because I feel like if you didn't do the hard activities, you, you never have any kind of mental training. So when you're, when you're hurt in a fight and you don't want to carry on your, You'll give up easier if you understand what I mean. Yes. Yeah. If you're not used to digging deep, if you're not used to biting down and getting on with things, I feel like what's stopping you in a fight from stopping, if you understand what I mean.
0: Yeah, of course, of course, I I completely agree with that fully. Um, so your fight coming up, um, what's your? I think do you have to make weight for that fight, or are you as in what yes. would you come, you do? Yes, um, So
1: the um the fight the fights range at sixty kilos. Okay. Um, MTGP are quite good to be fair, and most shows are moving towards the weight allowance now. So the fights match at sixty. Um, I'll be allowed to weigh in anywhere between sixty and sixty and a half. So I'm cutting down to aim between between the two. Sure. So yeah. yeah, I will make it. I've always made weight. I've never you know, that's one thing. I've had fifty. This will be my fifty seventh or fifty eighth fight now. I've never missed weight.
0: Good. Good, good. Yeah. How are you going about it? In, is it soreness or just uh lots of faster training, uh reduced calories? Um,
1: recently on board um recently I've taken on board um a nutritionist who's basically giving me all my recipes, planning out my food. Um she's excellent. She's really good uh, Charlotte Derby nutrition. Um okay. she's she's really good. She's she's um she's a fighter herself. She's fully qualified in nutrition and she also used to be a chef. So It tastes amazing. The calories all worked out. The nutrition's all worked out and she knows exactly what I need to eat to kind of get myself for a camp. Um, so I've taken her on board and so far the weight's falling off. I'm doing really well. Um, I'm not even hungry as well, which is something because usually when I'm cutting weight, I I don't really have the recipes and stuff like that. And, um, usually can't, usually it's kind of like bland. Um, but no, she, she's excellent. It tastes brilliant. I'm making my, um, hopefully I can be a kilo off on day or two kilos max and then just sweat the rest off.
0: Nice, nice. That, that's good. I mean, um, you never had to, excuse me, you never had to be so drastic and so severe even with your, with your weight cut to make weight that you've had, that it's kind of involved you you know, I've seen certain situations in the bigger promotions. Guys are going for their weigh-in and then they like, step on the scale and lo and behold, they might make the weight. They may not make the weight, but you can see on one or two occasions, I've seen the athletes faint. And i kind of said this repeatedly now. I've heard some stories of people here, their brains wrestling in their skull.
1: It's no good for you.
0: Mm.
1: It's no, no good for you at all. Like, why would that be good for you? Like, <laughs> that, that, you should... I get, I understand that you should you should be cutting weight, otherwise you'll fight giants. But I feel like if you're cutting too much weight, it it affects your performance, and it also takes the fun out of it. Mm, If you're if you're if you're trying to train for a fight, I think the key to being happy is to enjoy doing it as well. When you're starving all the time, when you're constantly cooking boring food that tastes horrible, and what what, where's the fun in that? And um, you shouldn't you should enjoy the sport. At the end of the day, like it's very um, it doesn't give back enough compared to what we put in. If you get what I mean, and I I feel like the the minimum you could do is enjoy it whilst you're doing it to make it worth your while.
0: I did hear uh, when you were talking to was it yeah the to notorious white gear that uh, you would like to. As you progress and as you, um, you get more fights beneath your belt, you would like in the future to fight for one championship?
1: Yes, mate, 100%. That's where the money's
0: at. <laughs> so you wouldn't like to, uh, fight, although I know it's, uh, one championship, they've got their own kickboxing, um, uh,
1: They've got more you know... tires as well, yeah
0: you wouldn't like to maybe, and it might involve you kind of um, changing stance a little bit in terms of between between Muay Thai and mixed martial arts. You wouldn't like to go for a promoter, say, closer to home, like, say, the UFC, Bellator, or even cage warriors?
1: Um, Well, obviously, I, to do that, I'd then have to completely move sport.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whereas, if I stuck to Muay Thai, because that, that's my roots, if you get yeah, what I mean. Yes, yeah. I feel like if I move to MMA, it's a lot of commitment. I'd have to pretty much ditch what my hobby is now to work on my ground games, work on my wrestling, work on every, my literally everything. Yeah. Whereas at the moment, I, I sit there and think like Muay Thai. It is it's enough commitment as it is. I I couldn't manage to do all 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 them other martial arts at the same time at the moment.
0: Yeah. Well, I, 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 I no no finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. And
1: and I was just gonna say like. But then again, it goes back to it. I wouldn't enjoy doing that, even though it'd be where the money is and stuff like that. Yes, I wouldn't enjoy yeah. it. It's not. It's not where my heart is. If you get what I mean. And yeah,
0: yeah.
1: now won championships doing the fifty thousand pound bonuses and stuff like that. And Liam Harrison the other day, he got a hundred grand bonus for one fight in a Muay Thai fight. Wow. Like,
0: yeah.
1: it is possible. Um, and the money is there, but you you have to get on one to kind of be there if you
0: get what I mean yeah no I know what you mean there's so many Um, more sacrifices you have to make
1: Mm. yeah I really don't mean to cut you short but I've got a client waiting for me outside
0: (laughs) oh god (laughs) um Um, Joe thank you so much for coming on the show I would ask you to give shout outs but I don't from what you just said I don't think you'd have enough time for that but look thank you so much and on July 9th um uh, uh, MTGP good luck and hopefully see you back here here on the podcast soon Take care
1: thank you i'd I'd love to come back on and uh no definitely i really really thank you for having a chat with me and uh yeah i really enjoyed it let's get let's get another chat back on and uh let's let's discuss things
0: absolutely thank you so much take care